0: Thank you. where's your phone it's on dnd it's over there is it on D&D? it's on dnd it's on seven. hello everyone that was our intro thank you
1: <laughs> hey guys how we- are you how have you been oh it kind
2: of sounds like you're waiting for a response long time ago I, I thought I you were going i figured it out. you I left me already i'm sorry <laughs> we have a couple of special guests here today <laughs> she's whispering but the one that's going to be chiming in is our very own cousin at Rad African, yes. my, my namesake. Hello,
1: my Togo Ma. My
2: name I'm is dead. also
1: Wow. <laughs> nice we, to meet you guys.
2: Sorry. Yes. We also have our returning guest. Where is D Love? I'm for moral support. <laughs> yeah, so you can, guys can get your um, exposition. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Today's going to be a little serious, maybe a little traumatic, who knows, It'll but- stay hmm? It'll stay on. I know, I just, I'd i be like- Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're basically, I mean, is this a growing up African-American part three? I don't know, but- Did we do a part two? Yes. Girl, what? Was it posted? Yes. Help.
1: How- <laughs> is it the
0: beginning? <laughs> okay, is <it> the beginning? <laughs> Oh
1: my. I felt like we did a part two, but I did not know if it was actually posted. Oh my gosh. Oh yes, Lord. we did a part two. Go okay. listen to it. It's go like listen our second or third guys. Episode.
0: Did you listen to it? I listened to all your episodes. Aww. But you um you guys should have an episode where you just go over Africanisms. That's <laughs> And just and just explain what they mean. This is true. Fatumata
2: is confused.
0: About what? What do you mean?
2: Yeah, what is, what do you mean? Isms. <laughs> I think oh, okay. she means I- general generalization. Oh, no, she means oh,
1: yeah. like sound effects, <laughs> <expression, laughs> which is not isms. Oh, she she means we effects. Never
0: mind. <laughs> I, I'm confused too now. <laughs> Literally. I'm sorry. yeah. I thought I knew what I was talking. So about So we're talking about. Oh, so you talking about sound effects? sound Effects of the things you guys say, a lot
2: of stuff, it's just but, a lot, but it's not just African, music. but it's not it could general. Be just uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. but even though I feel like this man is you know. from
1: Nigeria, he's from Ghana, Whoa. and I know that Whoa, now pause. So, I'm gonna pause. ask Ghana specific questions. Unpromoted.
0: Unpromoted. We no, first of all, are you gonna delete this? <laughs> <laughs> <What>? No, no, <laughs> no,
2: it's too late. They're probably gonna get to that for anyway. Okay, they're
0: gonna go back
2: now. There will be an ad. Anywho, <laughs> so <laughs> the topic for today is yes, it's based on Africanisms. Um, basically just Raleanism. being okay, bro. <laughs> coming to um America, being born in America, first generation. Um, are y'all laughing at me? No, why are you, <laughs> are you the, laughing at the movie me? title? <laughs> oh, oh, coming to America. <laughs> we can't even start, bro. Okay. Um, you you speak. Okay, flabbergasted. Well, I was (laughs)
1: gonna say something. Okay, so basically, we're chatting about our experience of being first generation African in America, and um, you know, just having parents that weren't born or raised here. They had a different upbringing than we did, and just certain things that apply to them when they're raising us, and what our experience has been like as well. So we're gonna chat about that and we have our cousin here to help us because we reiterate yeah we had you know similar experiences
3: basically
2: we came up with this idea because i saw a tweet on twitter and let me actually pull it up i was struggling to like i've been having this feeling for a couple of months um as i moved back in with my parents like you know i'm learning their parenting style a little bit more um so i've I've been starting to realize certain things as I'm, because now I'm starting to think about what I would be as, how I would be as a parent and how I would uh, raise my kids. And me thinking about it is already very hard. So I can't imagine actually doing it. But the tweet basically said, um, don't, uh, this is this copyright infringement? I don't know. But, and I quote, okay. um, my little cousin asked a Jamaican related question the other day and the Jamaican adults were teasing her for not knowing. And I said, quote, that's literally y'all job to teach her and keep the culture alive her not knowing means you failed her end quote and she said it was quiet and
1: she said it was quiet in all caps it was was extra quiet quiet.
2: extra (laughs) they was on mute extra extra quiet and this tweet already has more almost 400,000 likes um so clearly it's a viral tweet and clearly it's a tweet that a lot of people relate to Mm -hmm. and so when I saw this I was like oh my god like i've been feeling that way and then i went through the comments and it just reinforced how i was feeling that and like i had mentioned to my sister and my cousin i don't know if it was something that was done on purpose or if when you come to america that part of parenting is um kind of challenged mm-hmm. because uh-huh. can i ask you a question yeah did you notice this
1: before, like in your early teens and like, you know, I feel like there's something you noticed recently,
2: like after you went back to visit, I started to notice it. um, When I was basically getting older and, and like my parents would call my family members and I wasn't able to speak to them fluently. I started noticing it then, but I wasn't able to pinpoint what it was until I moved back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even when I moved back home, I still couldn't uh, put it into words until I kind of saw it in the in the In action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always was wondering, you know, like, I just came back from Africa a couple months ago. And while I was there, of course, I was told that it was like, basically my fault that I didn't, I couldn't talk as much as i wanted to and while i was there i did pick up on a lot of stuff so i did have some conversations um here and there um but i did want to talk and for people who don't know our native language is so there's a uh our native like national language is french but the official language is Bambara. so um it's it's recently discovered a written language um but before Which we knew, I didn't know that yeah <laughs> I, see yeah. this is a part of it yeah. yes so, written. Oh, See, apparently.
3: Apparently. no I knew that
2: but I didn't y'all didn't know that that's oh I didn't know that oh yeah <laughs> oh, okay <Thank> <laughs> but yeah I didn't know it was a written language um until I saw it on like the Peace Corps website um but that's just like like one of the things I'm like that kind of confuses to me as to why like I did why didn't I know that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm Um, So when I was there, my mom was like, you need to do better with your French, like, you have to be uh, more passionate about learning and it's on you, it's on you, it's on you. Growing up, I would always hear my father say that the reason that we didn't speak the language was my mother's fault. So Mm -hmm. he would never take accountability. And the more and more I got older, he was actually kind of right. And I only realized that he was right. And I'm not saying my mom did it on purpose. Um, but I feel like that's what we're here to talk about—to see, like, what was the—what was the reason? <laughs> but um, like, I—we ha- have a little sister, significantly younger than us, mm-hmm. and my mom has been—we've been in America long enough to have been acclimated by the time she was born, and where she is now, for mom to have taught her the language. And then come came to me a couple of months ago talking about. Um, can you practice French with me? I, like it hurts my feelings. Like when I go to the salon, mom, um, and I can't um, speak the language, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, no nah, nah, We can practice. Um, I'm like, but I'm not. I'm not as good as I should be. You know. And there have been plenty of times I beat myself up about it, but um, yeah. I feel like I just went ranting. Well,
3: um, well, Fausto, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, <laughs> since you've then since you were born in Africa and you kind of had to you okay you kind of had to acclimate to American <laughs> culture do you feel like oh do you feel like you've had like similar experiences to Mona in terms of not knowing the language as much um
1: that's a great question i do i don't know i kind of have this duality because I feel like i'm supposed to know everything that i learned as a four-year-old <laughs> before i got to the states yeah so basically what i was saying is that i feel pressure from both sides about both sides being preserving the language about you know like being malian and then growing up in america as well and i feel like our parents did do a good job of teaching us the culture because of like just certain actions and things that we believe in because i still practice those things but as far as like the dialogue like the language and just like being more familiar with like how to how to express ourselves that's the part that i feel like was lacking a little bit and i was talking to um danielle about this yesterday i was just saying how um when we got here, we were expected to speak English. Like that was like something that we needed to learn to survive, basically. Because even our dad was getting taken advantage of at work because he didn't understand everything that was going on in his contracts, in his communication with his empl- um, employer, and things like that. So I think that was like a very important focus for them to like, oh, let's teach our kids English so that you know they'll be well off in school, and so that they know how to communicate, so that even. For me, it was a big thing because I would get teased for not saying things correctly or just anything that children do. Because mm-hmm. um, children are I mean. Yeah. Kids are rude. Right. So it was just certain things that I feel like they were trying to protect us from. But at the same time, now that I'm an adult, I feel like it was kind of harming us. Because I I already put up with like the bullying and things, so I feel like I could have put up with that mm-hmm. in... Um, in order to better know, like, where I'm from. And when I, I just got back from Miami, you guys, when I was on vacation, Yay. I was talking to this girl that was from Antigua. Ooh. And she was saying how she, when she went home, um, people knew that, like, they could tell right away that she was American. Mm-hmm. Because she did not speak her language, like, or if she did, she had an accent. And they were kind of just, like, judging her based off of that. And it wasn't really her fault because that's how she grew up. Mm-hmm. We even met somebody like that at the uh, mixer that we yeah, went to. mixer. Yes. And my whole thing is, I didn't know until recently that there was other people that felt like this. I thought it was just like a, you know, isolating experience. I knew obviously my family members felt it too.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I wish I would have learned how to better communicate like I speak my language like luckily I still remember stuff like I guess it's just muscle memory and then also when you're a kid you learn languages much at a much faster rate so when it's harder to discover something when you're getting older because it's you know it takes longer to become a habit Mm -hmm. um so I felt like Oh, like I retained a lot of information, but still I didn't have people around me to just like freely speak it with. And co- in comparison to like for example, Hispanic households. I was just thinking, yeah. They be speaking Spanish. They speak Spanish. It don't matter because for one their parents, grandparents, whatever um there's a lot of generations. Yeah, it's a lot, lot of generations in one household, so somebody's going to make sure that a 3-year-old can speak Spanish. So it's different because for us we were trying to assimilate to the culture here and making sure that you know us as their children had better opportunities and you know were able to speak and converse with people here but other cultures some other cultures they do make that an emphasis and just be like well you're gonna speak Finnish no matter what <laughs> I
2: also think it's the like how close mexico is to the u.s like mexico and the u.s has like strong like they like you can literally go down the street yeah it goes there so like um that's and you brought up a point that i wanted to talk about after Mm -hmm. because you had something to say Mm -hmm. um okay
3: so i was basically gonna just add on to the fact that um in a lot of hispanic households they know spanish and i was kind of thinking that it was closer to the fact that obviously what you said that um mexico is right down the street but also (laughs) (laughs) also um spanish is considered a second language Mm -hmm. in the united states and you know we see a whole bunch of hispanic people living in america Mm -hmm. yeah and they're like very close-knit they're everywhere you go Mm -hmm. and specifically with our i guess not just our country, but just Africa as a whole, mm-hmm. it's been kind of hard to find other, like, you know, African people that we can relate to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's kind of um, added on to the divide that we've been seeing and experiencing. Um, you know, most of the people from Africa that come here are Nigerian. Nigerian. and you know, when you go to school and stuff, and go to work, people are like, "Oh, so you're Nigerian." That's the only place. that And they not know. even that. Nigerian English. Yeah, yeah they're they're English. English. Nigerian,
2: national language is English, so they have it way easier than we do. Yeah,
3: mm. and um, it's just like I haven't really seen or heard of people that are Malian that live in like Atlanta, except for like you guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then people that um, are Ivorian, like mm-hmm. because those things just don't appear. As much as, you know, Nigerian people do. Yeah. And so I find it to be a little bit interesting um, in that regard. And then also, like, for example, me. Um, I grew up in a majority of my life, I grew up in a single parent household. So my mom has, like, quite literally been working seven days a week just to Mm -hmm. make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And it's been harder for, um, I guess I would say, my mom to have time to teach me the culture, the language, um, just as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it has affected, like, um, Fatim said, Fatu said, um, it has affected the way that I speak to others and just, um, I guess more recently, just the way that I have viewed myself is just like, I don't even have African identity really, except for the way that I present myself and my name. That's mm-hmm. really it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I've just grown up feeling like an American. Mm -hmm. and um it's kind of sad it has made me a lot sadder because it's just like well who am I -hmm. you know and um identity crisis yeah Yeah. yeah, basically that's what I've been having for the last couple
1: weeks I do you brought up a good point because I feel like that's a big reason why too I correct people when they say my name wrong period Mm -hmm. because I'm just like did you even try and half the time when they try they're like oh my god it smells like it sounds and I'm like I know it was intentional (laughs) but They don't even try, and it's such a big part of who I am, especially now you know too, Danny. In African like countries and traditions, it's a big thing. A name is so important, Mm -hmm. it's literally what you're called throughout your whole entire life, and a lot of times it has significant meaning that's deeper than you know what's just written on your birth certificate. So that's why I go so hard for like people saying my name correctly Mm -hmm. because I do. I have it as a major part of my identity and it's like if you're not bothering to say my name one or if you're just like intentionally saying it wrong too then you're really disrespecting who i am yeah because that's a large part of who i am and so i understand that you know because we're
2: named twins yep. so because yeah. <laughs> um, actually like one of the best gifts i've ever gotten was in a box that had my name on it because i had told said person that i was having an identity crisis um because i was too african for americans and i wasn't african enough for africans and <laughs> word he had gotten me this gift uh to remind me that no matter what like and i told him how important it is for people to say my name correctly mm-hmm. yeah. um, because when i was younger I, ne- I never used to correct people but really? as i got older i'm like no you're gonna say my name because that's a sign of respect and you're gonna at least try um And so he got me that gift to kind of represent that. And I cried. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God. (laughs) touching my soul. But the point that I wanted to talk about with you was you had said mom and dad did a good job with teaching us the culture. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to partially disagree Mm -hmm. because um, culture, I feel like a good part of that is history. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like mom and dad did a really good job with teaching us structure. But I feel like they did a good job of teaching us the
1: existing culture. I agree with you about the history part. Culture, for culture, I mean like just the way that you carry on with life. It depends on how you define culture, too. Obviously, history is a big part of it. The history part, I agree with that. That's not something that we should have been required to read in textbooks. Because, first of all, U.S. history doesn't, even world history, even world history doesn't teach us anything. And Mansa Musa is still. Considered the richest person that ever lived. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, they didn't know that part well enough in order to um, communicate that to us. But for culture, I mean, like, the existing culture of, like, how things are, like, you know, how people carry themselves, the traditions, like, what is expected in the household, things like that. Like, I feel like our African culture is apparent everywhere we go because it's different than the culture that's here.
2: Yeah. I can't agree with that, but I think like the culture that we're learning has been okay. So, let me not, yeah, it's been diluted. Uh, Let me not say that they didn't teach uh, us well with culture. I Mm -hmm. think they tried their hardest, but it's still mixed in. And I get that's why like dad's like, oh, don't become too Americanized. But I'm like, I live in America, so I can only learn, but so much at the house. When But the street smarts is outside. And street smarts is what pretty much runs your life outside of school. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good chunk of our life. And um, I do feel like they did a really good job with teaching us structure, responsibility, and res- learned, uh, taught us how to respect people. And even mom said, like, there's a reason why people love y'all and, like, our family so much is because we do really good with that. And I agree. Like, people literally love us. Toot my horn. But... um. <laughs> I had wished I had learned a little bit more historically because sometimes people ask me questions about like oh like what is Molly known for which I already I know that answer but some other answer they'd be asking I'd be like mm, <laughs> love me, love me, love me. <laughs> so um and then like remember recently I, we have been like looking at books mm-hmm. um going through the history of molly and like i talked to my dad oh he saw the book in the amazon cart which he did not buy i asked him i asked him to buy it and he didn't buy oh um, i asked the dad can you buy my book I said, oh, no. I said it's about molly and he was like no but you can read this this and this and this and this, and read about this person i'm like Still cost- so you. now you want to tell me what i should yeah um, you should like i hadn't heard of some of these um kings and princes mm-hmm. until after we started talking about the book that we had chosen yeah to read yeah because i had talked to a lady who isn't even from Mali about that book and she knew about it yeah she knew about it she's um she's from she had read it already she had already read it she was saying it was a really good book and i was like oh thank you because i had asked her about it because i had been wanting to like my mom said i guess all her time she told me that I need to put more of an effort into learning my culture finally got like stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, okay. So I started taking the initiative on myself and so I've been meeting people that have been helping me with that. Um, surprisingly, not really, but you know, um, so it was just like I kinda wish I was able to talk about those things with my parents a little bit more. Mm-hmm. and I think also in their defense, I feel like sometimes they feel like they don't know how to explain certain things to us. Yeah. Um Uh, so I see where it can become a little uneasy to explain certain things or because when sometimes I realize with living at home again with them, some things that I may not think is a big deal is a big deal to them. Mm -hmm. And it like, it racks my brain why I didn't know that Mm -hmm. about them or why I didn't know this was disrespectful or why I didn't know that this is something women only do. And this is something men only do. Um, because... I guess it's like a as it comes up kind of thing. Yeah. It's corrected. But yeah. I'm about to be 23. And there's certain things that I should have known when I was five.
1: Yeah. Thank uh, you. Mom just told me about a tradition.
2: What? What? Girl. Please
1: and, tell me because I don't know. Lord. Okay. So. Oh, or maybe not. Not right maybe now. Maybe not. I'll <laughs> tell you later. I'll tell you guys later, later. Okay. But basically she told me about this tradition that the only reason she brought it up is because I mentioned something that was done for me. uh uh-huh. And then she was like, well, you know, if such and such does this, it's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but only if you believe it, though. Girl, I was like, well, huh? So, so why would you tell that. me? Because <laughs> now
0: I'm
1: going to believe it. I didn't hear that until 30 minutes ago. Oh. oh. No, not. Like, oh. that was yesterday. Oh. <laughs> that was yesterday. the really phone. But my thing is, I was talking to her. I was like, you, I didn't know about this until 30 minutes ago. So how are you going to say, like, but only if you believe it? Like, it's a superstition only if you believe it. But, but you're telling me that it's going to basically ruin my life. So, so what are you I was do just like, ma'am, ma'am, right? I was just like, how is this a process nah. that? Like, she was like, well, only if you believe it. I was like, well, that's the difference between you and I in that instance. Because you grew up hearing this. If you do this, this is going to happen. If you do this, this is going to happen. No, 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 You kept hearing it. So, it was, it was obviously circulating in your mind. You told me 30 minutes ago during our chat. And then you go say, but only if you believe it. Like, you can do it if you want.
2: Like, so no, I didn't like that. Yeah, because what in the world, I was just the world. like, ma'am. Are you serious? And then the crazy <laughs> thing is the reason why just as we did now <clears throat> the reason why we even know of certain things is because we, we're talking about we it. talk about it to each other Thank to you. each other we're like did you know and it's like sometimes I don't always want to talk about our family affairs with you guys I want to talk about other stuff that's interesting but I, it like literally racks my brain I, I can't like, think of anything else until I talk about it because I'm mm. like did yeah. you know this yeah. and I'm like it's like uh, now it. we're making new discoveries yeah right. <laughs> and I'm like I feel like certain things I should have known Yeah, when I was younger right and
1: uh, I'm done I mean it's a time and place for everything and Also, I will say that sometimes when you're a kid, your attention span is a little shorter. I mean, do you
2: feel like what she told you, you could have known 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. At least 10 years ago. At least... I'm 27, so... At least... When I was 17, I could have knew
1: that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But my thing is, like, I understand certain things, because it's like, when you're a kid, your attention span, you're not focused on certain things like that, but once it becomes the appropriate time, you should share that with your kids, like, even if it's something that you heard in passing, if it's something that you truly believe... You should share that with me, yeah, and with everybody, because how are we supposed to know? I don't know what your childhood was like, except the fact that you walked ten miles to get to uh, That's
0: all I, I got. Y'all. Some <laughs> and some, some, some What What? All you're telling me. Some babani. You're
1: not telling me anything else of substance that is gonna like apply to me in my life, or you know things that I feel like I should be knowing, right? You just tell me yeah. about the difficulties.
2: I'm like, I understand. Well, I feel like I just came never, here for a better life. I can so I never I fully grow up because I'm learning something, <laughs> Some things every day that basically. is like, well, if I had known this ten years ago, I would have been here. Right. Yeah. But now I'm here. Yeah. And it's like now I gotta it is walk setting 10 you back a little bit. to uh, get to
0: point. Oh e, God. Like my dad did. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> well, you brought up a good point too. Is the fact that. And when I went to Miami, I really realized this because Mm -hmm. I was hanging out with so many Africans from all different places. Like, not only Nigerians. Um, (laughs) I was also (laughs) hanging out with, like, Liberians. And I met this girl from Zimbabwe. I met this girl from Rwanda. Like, I was just meeting so many people. And it was so crazy because we were all talking. And although our countries had differences, we had so many similarities. That's what I'm saying. And they were my age. We were all, like, 27 through 29 so in the wrong place right now. it was then, so nice to have that it, right? and honestly i have met a few people like throughout college and stuff that i could have kept closer contact with that you know could have provided that for me but at the same time you know you can't really i feel like your friends choose you as much as you choose them yeah, yeah. so that's kind of what happened
3: well i had some um things mm-hmm. that i want to say yeah. i would agree that our parents very much so instilled values within us when it comes to structure being nice um making sure things as simple as like you know making sure that you're cooking when you go over to somebody's Mm -hmm. house um things of that nature but i do think that in a sense it's a little hypocritical (laughs) um and unfair for them to point all of the blame at us majority of the time because it's just been like a constant thing of like Oh, why don't you know how to, you know, speak the language or... Do you speak speak in that language? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I understand, like, the language, like, probably completely. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like, saying it to family members or things of that nature, it's like, huh? <laughs> 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 Almost any saying. say? <laughs> Wrong language. But um, that's truly how I feel about things of that nature. Um, you brought up a point when uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what it was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My attention span is very not here, mm-hmm. but um I wanted to ask you because I know that Molly, ha- going back to Molly, has been a huge eye opener for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just wanted to know: Do you feel like these feelings have heightened since you've been back to Molly?
2: Yes. Yeah. A thousand percent. Um, going there was, like you said, very eye opening for me. Um, I was able to see, like, people interact with each other that I knew of, but mm-hmm. didn't know. But um, they all know you. They all know right. me, and they all knew I got fat. Hey, oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, The <laughs> only thing that they got from me from, by the time I left was that I couldn't speak French or Bambara for real. They found me as a laughing stock and then I got yeah, fat I but they love bro, me I'm gonna send you a real because so oh yeah <laughs> so I, yeah um yeah so it was people that I had heard about forever um and even in our culture there is like
1: my thing is like how did you get fat and you was like six I was years five old
2: when we when bro
1: last time I was there I was like four That's what five. I'm saying. like so how do they know what? they didn't I'm
2: just for me thin- that would be
1: on. different if they said that to me now but But for you I
2: was like this is a baby that's what I'm saying I was a child anyway (laughs) um (laughs) there's like we have um a saying isambe sambe there's I don't know that's not a religious thing though that's like a Malian thing yeah right so and you say that to people a lot of times during religious times um uh or just like as a greeting um or when you wanna like kinda bless someone you say that as well but that saying is something we've always heard mm-hmm. and like whenever i'm on the phone with like um one of our uncles or something i'm have like having to like listen to my mom in the background like tell me like say the next yeah. part and i yeah. have to repeat it and <laughs> it's like
0: script i feel like yeah it's
2: like i'm it's like i'm listening to the script and i'm repeating it it's actually like really embarrassing yeah, yeah. um and when i was there there's like common greetings when we're there and in Mali mostly it consists of like how are you how's the family um. no like only peace no like harm going on in your life
1: but then you also have like gender roles assigned to certain yeah. things too
2: similar so, to French so there'd be times where they'd say stuff and I'd be like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they would just laugh and I'm like I would just laugh with them cause I had to shake off the feeling of like this is sad mm. yeah. um and I was about to say something else. Lord, my attention span too. Oh, week. <laughs> but it was an eye-opener for me, and I'm very glad I went. Yeah. Um, because it has pushed me to want to learn. But I think something that, like, I've noticed as an adult, especially d- growing up during this time, um, I lack having interest. Me too. I don't have interest in a lot of things except making money. Honestly, and um, yeah, and just what I'm gonna do for myself next. I've been very selfish recently, and so, like, my mom's like, Oh, well, you can learn the language if you're passionate about it, you can do this, you can do that. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not passionate about nothing, so like, mm-hmm. you can't expect me. She's like, Well, you'll do this and you'll do that. I'm like, Girl, because I got to, yeah, because I have to.
1: You're but only doing what you're to. Uh, the only thing to. I
2: do that I want, bro, right now is watch TV, mm-hmm. and I barely do that. I only do things I have to do, Mm -hmm. like I, I'm, and that's what I'm trying to be. As you guys have heard on the last couple episodes, I'm trying to be more intentional about the things that I said I want for myself, that I'm actually going to do it. Mm -hmm. But in learning French um, and Bamba to a better capacity, it's something I want to do. And I've noticed with me going to Brazil soon, me trying to learn Portuguese. It's not. It's not which language. It's the fact that I have to learn it Mm -hmm. because Portuguese. I definitely could have been doing a lot better with that too. You know what I'm saying? Um And I've been having like people quiz me, and i will be like, "Uh-huh, no." And I still suck. So my mom, I, my mom thinks it's like I don't have interest in my own culture. No, girl, I don't have interest. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I understand how you feel. It's just
1: hard because it's she it, don't understand that it. because it's like for them it's a requirement, but for us it's like, oh well, I should probably do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, they already know the language, so it's not something that they're learning.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um for us i mean even as much as i know and can speak i'm still not I grammatically correct mm.
2: oh, i was going to say i had a question about that Do you when mm. when
1: you're done yeah even if, as much as i know and can speak cuz i can i can carry on conversations but mm. at the same time it's a lot because like you said i only have interest in my future right now and mm-hmm. so for me that's even though it's not the past it is my current it feels like the past mm-hmm. because it feels like a mist Moment in time of where I was supposed to be heavily invested in this, and, you know it and I'm not
2: at this point in time because mm-hmm. I'm focused on the future. Mm-hmm. So, so, your that. future, quite frankly, is in America, yeah. yeah, where the one language you need to know is English. Yeah. And if you took English anywhere outside of this country, you would be making big bucks, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. honestly. So, I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. um, like you said, mom and dad already our family already knew the language, so they didn't have to learn it. Mm-hmm. But, do you feel like mom and dad would have learned English? Mm-hmm. Have they not have been forced to learn it by living here? No, okay. absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> the like, only reason that they learned it is because they live here. <laughs> yeah, they live here. They've lived here for twenty plus years. I know, but you, you that's a plenty of time to know a language. No, it around is around all the time. Versus, I'm twenty plus years, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm not around the language, but only at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, but so you're not
1: why. required to use that language in your everyday setting. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why you don't know it. Right. And also because we don't have, I won't say we don't have people to practice with because I have you guys to practice with. I mm-hmm. really do. And I need to do that more. Yeah, we all do. But also, I was telling Danny this too that I don't have people that's like my age with the yes. African friends thing that like, want to do the same things as me, like, want to converse with me in French, or, even when I was checking out of the hotel yesterday, um, I heard these girls behind me talking in French, but they were just speaking so rapidly. Yeah. Like,
0: oh! oh. And I was like, ah,
1: okay, so I'm not gonna talk to you guys. <laughs> I'm like, I don't wanna embarrass myself. That's what I'm saying, time. like, I was hesitant, even though I knew I could carry on a conversation with them, I was still hesitant, because I was just like, wow, well, you guys are pros, you probably live in France. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. I So, know. it just, mm-hmm. I-, I couldn't, make myself do that and obviously i also had limited time Mm -hmm. but um i need to make a habit of doing that more just to seek that out for myself even if it's not in my immediate surroundings you have to look for it at this point
3: yeah um so two questions Mm -hmm. do you feel like um people are not interested in learning french or their native language because they have integrated so much into american culture
1: Yeah. yeah yeah um but that's my thing, whole thing that we were just talking about Hispanic people. And I use them as an example because their culture is like, I feel like it's going to sustain no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really doesn't matter. Like, they're going to make sure that their kids mm, are familiar. I, I was
2: going to say also, mm-hmm. when you see people that are Hispanic, mm-hmm. they have one language. Mm-hmm. Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. When you see people that look like us, there's so many there's, a lot of different dialects. There's this language, that language, this language, that language. That's true. But it's more universal. Hispanic people speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing mm-hmm. I was going to.
3: Um, that's what I was bringing up the fact that there's like a divide between us mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Because there's no like into, universal yeah, one universal language. language Technically,
2: brackets. there is. Afrikaans. Yeah, but. But not really. Yeah, not
3: really. So it's kind of just like that's uh, one thing. Yeah. And then also with um, Hispanic culture integrating so much into American culture, you, we see that like. Even with things as simple as food, mm-hmm. tacos is everywhere.
2: They <laughs> might not taste <laughs> the same. They might get like, Spanish ads Tasting on on TV,
3: mm-hmm. right? Even um, like more recently on TikTok, I've started seeing some more like African esque um, food places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's like still very limited. Like yeah. people go there and they're surprised. Even with um, fufu, yeah, people were. The we, just thing, had, <laughs> we just had we just had African night. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just like week. even with the trend of like people being like, this is gross. And mm-hmm. just,
0: um, like people, why would you do that it's actually yeah. delicious but I don't know, I don't know. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Ah, people so
1: downplay things that don't look familiar to them yeah. a lot even without trying it same with our names and mm-hmm. things like that they're just so quick to dismiss something that seems foreign to them even yeah. though they like foreign features in women that's not true oh, they man. don't like Which it if it's weird um, like, like a, a white question. woman thank you
3: Yeah.
1: so, so yeah Oh, it's a whole thing. Uh, That's a whole microaggression. Go ahead. <laughs> that we can get into another time. We'll get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You were to say something? Oh, I'll, the other
3: question that I was going to ask you guys is Do you feel like um, when it comes to our parents teaching us culture and language, do you feel as though it's been very passive? Yeah. Like, in a, when I say passive, I mean like um, in a sense of they're kind of upset with us that we. Um, don't push forward the effort or, like, the energy towards being, you know, more interested in it uh-huh. and um, kind of just, I guess, being lazy
2: about it? I would say, and I have an example. Um, I think my – so I, me and my little sister had basically taken lessons with our mom because I was like, Mom, I really want to learn. And this was before I went to Mali. Um, and so we had learned a little bit mom was even really proud of us um and admittedly I dropped the ball with that and if I dropped it I knew my nana was going to drop it too um because she follows you know my lead and mom had asked me a question and I couldn't answer it and she got mad um saying like this is why we don't take out the time to teach you because you don't want to learn it and she's she has a right to feel that way uh, You know, because if I wanted to continue, I would have practiced. In my defense, I didn't know where my notebook was because I was moving. But if it was more important to me at the time, I would have put it in something that I knew where it was, if we're being honest. um, So she like was like, you don't really want to learn. And I do want to learn. But um, n- not even saying but because but negates. I do want to learn. I just haven't taken the time and I haven't basically done it in the way that she wants me to do it. And that's why she doesn't want to teach me. She basically told me she wasn't going to teach me. Um, That's as an adult though.
1: Yeah. Because that was recent. That was recent. So my whole thing is, I don't think that it's passive. I think that it's reactive. And what I mean by by that, (laughs) 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 what I mean by that is like, I feel like a lot of things that our parents will do is because of a reaction towards something You're exactly so right. if we're on the phone with our family members that's like the prime example i can think of if we're on the phone with our family members overseas then you know they say something that we don't quite understand so we look kind of puzzled and then they're trying to explain it to us as a sidebar the whole thing we we're talking about earlier and it's embarrassing for them but it's also embarrassing for us and once they feel embarrassed then it's like oh okay well i need to help you learn this asap because you need to know this already i was gonna say that you know Mm -hmm. it's reactive yes real quick danny i have a question Sorry, you want
2: to go? I was going to say, we had our aunt staying with us for, like, two and a half weeks, yeah. and her, she wanted to play foosball with Nene, because we have a foosball table at the house, mm-hmm. and Nene, she, you know, she likes to play, but she was hesitant to play because she wanted to talk to her. She didn't want the game to be quiet, because when you're playing foosball, you're supposed to be energetic, you're supposed to be talking shit, you know, like, you're supposed to play like you're having fun with each other, but she couldn't talk to her, and my dad would be like, say this, say that, but it only came up at the time of a situation. It's reactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise... True they wouldn't be explaining that to us. It's
1: like they're trying to compensate for that, and it's like, obviously we know you know the language. Like, you're going to tell me what to say? I understand that, because you already know what to say, mm-hmm. but if if we're not talking, if we don't have these scenarios actually coming up on a daily basis, and then just the day that it comes up when somebody calls you from home, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, Danny?
0: that's the whole thing. Okay, so my question is, I'm just going do mm-hmm. no, to be the devil's F kids here. Do you to think... That your parents maybe are now reactive because they feel a way that when you guys moved here, when you were younger, you weren't excited to learn. And it was just kind of like, and on your side, I can understand how it may have been very hard for you to, to switch into American culture. But for them, maybe back home kids are excited to learn about the language and the culture. And maybe you guys didn't have that because one, it would be a shock to be somewhere completely different and have to navigate having um a certain culture and language at home as well as at school and maybe they felt like oh well they don't want to learn so that's just what they had in their mind ever since Mm -hmm. you were little Mm -hmm. and so now they're mad at you because you're not Mm -hmm. able to do what all the other kids that maybe are back home are able to do because they were more enthusiastic about learning and they I mean they really don't have a choice because that's the main language there, but yeah. maybe they felt like when you were younger, you should be asking questions or wanting to be inquisitive about what your culture is or your language, and now you are, but you should have already done that, and they feel the same way where they're like, you should have already known this when you were younger.
2: Yeah. Well, I've, I'm sorry, I have an Yes <laughs> and no. Mm-hmm. I think I would say yes, they are, I would understand why they felt like that, at a certain age, mm-hmm. but when I was younger, I didn't realize that I was learning French or that I needed to learn Bambara. I, I didn't know that. I thought mm-hmm. it was normal for me because that's how I grew up. That that was, I knew that I was supposed to understand it, and right. I knew when I went to school that this is what I was supposed to be practicing, right? So it was never. It never occurred to me until I kid you not, until I got past double digits, mm-hmm. that this is something I'm supposed to be learning and retaining because it was already a part of my everyday life so mm-hmm. once I got past that age and when I realized, yes, I can agree with that but when I was young when I would have stored all that information I had no clue that was something that
0: I wasn't going to know later or that I didn't know was I didn't even realize I was part of two cultures at one point yeah. Yeah. but I'm not saying yeah. that you should have realized I'm just saying that they may feel that way because oh, yeah. you weren't but they may not realize that your brain is not able to process that to yeah. like be like, oh, I'm supposed to be learning this or I'm supposed to know that like we have our own separate culture. Yeah. So I just feel like maybe it's just I don't know how to explain it. The yes, yes. it's two mean- separate, it's two separate things and feelings, but they're not realizing that as a child we would not have understood that concept mm-hmm. because one, you're not around it to even know that that's like right, but also at the same time. They shouldn't expect you to know that because you're also a child. Yeah. Yes. That's I, something definitely agree you're you're I agree.
2: Also, the fact that when we're young, I just don't know what concepts are yeah. in a sense. You know and what I'm that- saying? Concepts is an American thing. Yeah. Like us as kids knowing certain things is an American thing, if mm-hmm. we're being honest. So, yes, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think they, they didn't realize that part. The Reason why I feel like they didn't realize that is because that's something I realized growing up here. Yeah, if I grew up in Africa, I know damn sure I wouldn't have been thinking. I mean, it wouldn't have even been a topic. Four years old, don't know this, it you wouldn't have been I'm a saying? topic because, yeah. but I, I do agree with you. What our saying. whole lives, we've been living two separate realities. Mm-hmm. And, but for a long time, mm-hmm. I didn't, I mean, until I started getting called African booty scratcher, oh, <laughs> I didn't know oh my that I was not American or not African. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. no, you know what I'm saying? What mean, yeah. so, I get it. Um,
3: mm-hmm. so I was basically going to say to answer your question, um, I don't feel like I was as curious because of the fact that I was learning. Um, so when it comes to learning English, I didn't know English until I was like four or five years old. Um, mm-hmm. my parents, they just spoke Bambara and French to me. Um, and... I also was babysat by a whole bunch of um, Spanish was was like, babys- <laughs> Yeah, i
1: just <laughs>
3: heard I didn't know any English <laughs> like, like,
0: shit at all. <laughs> so,
3: when I went to school um, in like pre-K and stuff like that, I didn't speak English, so I didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. until um, a family friend helped like teach me English. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it doesn't have much to do with um, our curiosity as children because, mm-hmm. you know, children are always going to be curious.
1: Naturally curious.
3: Yeah. But no,
0: I'm not saying it has anything to do with your curiosity. I'm uh-huh. just saying their perspective of your yeah. curiosity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Probably, yeah. But at the same time,
0: it's kind of just like,
3: well,
2: what do you expect? Your kids?
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, you I have think to
2: think, they think in an African yeah. way. That's not... Expecting certain things is not American reality? Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> Why? I think as well, like, when you're growing up, like, when you're a child... I I don't, this is my experience. I feel like it's a lot of other people's experience too. Is that you're trying to find your way. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing I'm that? i sorry. <laughs> you're trying to find your way and you're trying to find your friend group. Like, you're trying to find mm-hmm. your people at school. Like, even. I should when- name
0: this episode African Buddhist Graduate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> oh sorry so what I was saying was that you're trying to find your people so you're of course going to assimilate to what people do here
0: yeah
1: and try to you know fit in with them
0: that's what I'm saying kids
1: that's that's the whole reason is that we were kids
2: she's about to fly across the table no I'm not <laughs> fine she's like I know
1: <laughs> but the reason that that was even the scenario is because we were younger Yeah. because that's why it's more important to us now Yeah. and that's why we're even talking about it so and- I do agree with you Danny. that that's just something that they expected of us to have that mm-hmm. curiosity and we did have that curiosity but it was often suppressed by just our immediate surroundings and trying to find our way trying to yeah. fit in trying we, to make a name for ourselves okay. trying to and think, build a future for ourselves I also you know? think
0: it's it's it has to do with because like, when you're a kid and you hear your well at least for me because i don't know what your childhood was like as far as this goes but like when you're a kid you hear people talk and you want to be like what are they talking about mm-hmm. so i mean it's hard to think about like when you were younger trying to focus on the fact that maybe your parents are talking on the phone in this language, but then they're also talking to you in English. And then you go to school and they're telling you that that whatever you're saying that's not in English is wrong, and you're supposed to learn this, and you're supposed to learn that. And then, then your parents want you to do good in school, and then they also want <laughs> you to learn this and learn that. I'm just like, you want gosh, I can only, I can <laughs> only imagine how hard it is to try to navigate that especially as a child like it's already mm-hmm. hard enough to navigate that as an adult so I think that maybe that's where the disconnect is and why you're everybody that's like your elders think for like oh you should know this mm-hmm. and it's just like well if we really sit down and think about it but I know you can't say that African households no, wrong, <laughs> not
1: at all. and it does take two say. parties and I actually would have preferred if they forced us to yeah. speak the language. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't an option, mm-hmm. like, just be like, okay, I get home and you're speaking to me in this. And I know when I go to school, I need to speak this way. And I know okay. when I get home,
2: this is what I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, if they have forced me, I would have been fine. You both <laughs> brought up good points. And I'm going to more so go off of yours based on you saying how we wanted to fit in. Mm-hmm. And Candy, we can back this up. There hey, were so many times in my life where I went from saying I'm African to I'm black mm. to I'm African-American to I'm black to I'm both so many times because there would be times where I would say I wasn't black and Tani reminded me of this like a couple of years ago and I was like girl what are you talking about I am black but <laughs> I was like I don't remember saying that but I do <laughs> and it's because you know when i said i wasn't black Mm -hmm. that's when i was still very heavily in the house Mm -hmm. but the only friends i had were black Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know there's different i want to say there are different types of black depending on where you grow up because growing up in the south versus growing up in the north is you're a diff. there's different culture to black and that's Mm -hmm. even more of a divide right there but but we got an episode on that too go back and listen.
0: but i do think that even though black is different we all come back to like a, a baseline, regardless of yeah. like if you're African, you're South, you're North, you're whatever. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, everybody else that's not black sees us all as the same. Thing. And yeah. that's why I kept we going back and forth experience. because
2: until I got to the mental state of I need to be with the people that understand me, mm-hmm. and I'm black no matter what. And I'm African no matter what. I just want them both so you better accept it. I mean, I so know. all black people are African. So yeah. That's the thing.
0: All, black, that. all black people are African whether they like it
2: or not. They exactly. try to you know, there's a whole debate on African people are not black and right. I, I understand that debate is like heavily, heavily talked about and I get it. I really do. It's a whole thing, but I went so many times back and forth with that because the people I was around were black mm-hmm. and I barely had African friends, but I was African at home. I was black to everyone else's eyes, but sometimes even to my black friend, I was still African. Yeah. So it was like, That's I kept like, going yeah. so many times back and forth and back and forth. Final statement from here on out, I'm black fr- fricking. Excuse black me, black, <laughs> <fricking>. <laughs> black <fricking. laughs> So I'm both because, I mean, I grew up here, so I, have, I feel like I have both shared values and experiences, not all. You're a real African American. That's what I like to, that's what I say i say i'm black, i'm African American because i'm african I have African background by a group in America right mm-hmm. I like to say i'm true I'm the true definition of african American mm-hmm. um, so I'm glad you brought that up because i that was part of that's when my identity crisis started mm-hmm. in literally elementary school because I was like the hell <laughs> I don't know I was so confused mm-hmm. but and it was like a lot of times besides the people that would make fun of us, my black friends. Had always been there for me, and even mom said one time, like, her some of her closest people are her customers, like her, her clients that mm-hmm. she does their hair, like Marilyn, for example. Mm-hmm. She was like, Um, Marilyn treated me so well, so nice, and she was like, But dad would always be fearful of us, like, getting close to American people, whether black or not, but just American in general, because you always hear things. Mm-hmm. Um, but even some of his closest friends are african i mean yeah uh, american so america so yeah i the ball with that one but mom like you know what i'm saying so like i i always
0: had trouble with that i was
3: yeah. gonna um ask you guys about that as well because um clearly we've had different upbringings um and my mom became like close with you know the family friend that's mm-hmm. american um do you guys feel like not having like an american parental figure quote-unquote um Has kind of shaped your values to be focused on more of the African side.
2: Yeah. Not our cousin's an interviewer. But I'm sorry. I mean, but it's helpful. (laughs) I would say because the way that who you're talking about, she like really assimilated with your family a lot, you know? So it wasn't like, she would come and she would go, or she would be around sometimes. Like, she was like our family, she, you know. Um, she even would like participate in our traditions and stuff sometimes. She would eat our food. So, like, um, but so yeah, she, she was, was a very. so also married to an African. And she was a very That I forgot that, about that too. I, I forgot, was, about, I forgot about him. him. Whoa.
1: <laughs> you two, Danielle? <again>, <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> she <know>. said me. She <laughs> said Oh,
0: gosh. No, I was going to say my godfather is from Ghana. Mm-hmm. So, I mean,. Really? Like, he- oh, sorry. <laughs> I was I here. Sorry. Did I did I Didn't he just call? You? Yeah. I'm happened to your godfather? He called you. Anyway. And I feel this like I'm just oh, uh, I feel like I'm just trying to like take as many experiences as I I could have and, and like connect to your stories. But I feel like even with my godfather being from Africa, like he would tell us about it. He would make his food. Well, first of all, his food is usually too spicy for any of us to eat. So <laughs> I was like, no. Um. <laughs> but he did make like some things that I've had. But um I feel like he kind of stayed to himself, even though he was like very much immersed in our family. Like he would be at family outings and he would come. If we like barbecued and everybody would be like, well, where is he? What's he doing? Come over, come mm-hmm. here. And he would really, he was really a close family friend he even lived with us for like a long time oh wow so but i also felt like he would kind of do his own like cultural things like kind of by himself and he didn't really bring us in to like learn about it or I, I really don't know if like my family maybe he did and they were just kind of like whatever mm-hmm. but from what i could see like from the outside looking in they just kind he just kind of would, like, do his own thing by himself. Oh, he like, probably he didn't want to bother you with or it. Or he went with his, his other African friends and they would do stuff. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I mean, that's interesting looking at him as an adult, mm-hmm. kind of trying to fit in here, but then he would kind of, like, go off and do his own He was living a thing. double life.
3: Yeah. But, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I feel like that's the weird thing about, like, Africans in general. Mm-hmm. They have a hard time, like, with closeness, um, whether it be Americans or, Af- or other Africans, especially with other Africans, in my opinion, um, when it comes to being friends with them mm-hmm. instead of just, like... Um, like, for example, my mom's closest friends are also American. Mm-hmm. So... When I asked her about like certain people, she'd just be like, oh, we're not really friends. We just hang out with each other because kids, for example. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just...
1: Barbara because are both from the same place. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
3: it's that, but it's like they don't have any real significant holds in her life is mm-hmm. what I feel like. So I don't know what that's... Africans are just weird.
2: <laughs> Elder Africans when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you brought that up because we have... Here in Georgia, an entire Malian association mm-hmm. um, and like you said, but a lot of them is older adults, so it's barely kids around our age, and we've noticed that on our level as well as our parents level not to call nobody out oh. but um like we can't we don't really connect with the people around our age most of them are younger than you like they're around our age and then even. With my mom and my dad, I've noticed like they've immersed themselves in the program per se, but like... They still keep a distance. They still Mm -hmm. keep a distance because they know how our people are, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Like they know how we are. Um, Let me not say we, they know how they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like you said, there's always going to be some sort of divide. Danny's over here doing something weird. Um, (laughs) But there's like, we have to keep our distance. And the fact is, a lot of times we can get closer to people that are not in our culture. Yeah,
1: so That's weird, I will say though, even though, you know, you grew up with a godfather that sort of did alienate himself in certain ways when it came to certain things he didn't want to share with you guys. Um, it's very important for us to be able to share that with anyone, because the number one thing my mom always mentions when she talks about Danny, she loves her. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> she, she calls her her like, second daughter. She's, she's like, home. she calls me mom, and mm-hmm. I was like.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. So, right. <laughs> and even times, even like um, when she does talk about Danny, um, I can't say that I don't feel some type of way sometimes because she's like, oh, yeah, she wants to learn about this. She wants to learn about that. And I'm like, well, mom, I already know. Well, mom, these. she's growing up African. She's growing up African. So, like, <laughs> I, already, <laughs> I already know certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, and but I'm I, not I don't ask need to inquire about, consistently. about Right. So, it's like. She, it's like she wants me to be more inquisitive, yeah. But it's like the things that you're wanting to learn, I already already know because we've been here for how long,
1: right? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying that they did do a good job to an extent of things that we know, but sometimes they don't feel like we know it or want to. Express it or talk about it that much. But I know that with Danielle, with her, you know, being inquisitive and wanting to actually immerse herself in our culture and things, she really, really appreciates that. Yeah, like she that's does. one of the things that she loves the most about you because not many people just take the time to learn about other cultures. Like mm-hmm. even how we're all mutually saying that traveling is so important to us because we just wanna know how other people live outside mm-hmm. of how we live and not many people will want to do that especially with africans because Mm -hmm. they already have preconceived notions and all these things and it's a whole thing that we don't want to sit there and have to break down like i don't want to always be having a dissertation about being african especially if you don't know where i'm from you think Mm -hmm. i'm nigerian
2: (laughs) that's the only place in africa (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's really crazy because Af- Africans are the first people. Um, I just want to say, and we've created everyone, and you have the Caucasity. Wow, you have the Caucasity. To ask if I'm Nigerian, uh, first of all, we don't all look alike, just like you wouldn't say that's Asians,
0: but we actually don't. African we don't. women don't, and men. Well, I guess men too. I guess don't. <laughs> African women and. In- Specifically, don't look anything alike. No, because I even feel like there's like different, different, like, there's maybe highlighting, yeah. And, and there's different if you're from like, and there's different Somalia ways that you or, gotta yeah. dress. I'm like, y'all don't yeah. look, but there's
2: certain distinct you, things that you can identify from yeah, a certain well, country. It's yeah. okay if you don't know where we're from, but don't assume, yeah. Just yeah. ask, just ask
0: because really, once you know, if you look at somebody, you could tell, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, at least you could tell which region. If not, you can't get it down to the country, you know, Damn. or tribe. But then it's like I'm not Nigerian. Yeah. Lord, oh. At the end of the and day, there's nothing wrong with Nigerians. So I just no, put we love Nigerians. We, I a lot of my friends that are African are Nigerian because Same. They, oh y'all are here. <laughs> 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 but sometimes I wish. I had more Mali and friends that I yeah. can relate to, so we can understand what comes from where we're from specifically. When I'm we're when all I African. finished growing up, African, I'll
0: be do <laughs> <family.
1: laughs> <laughs> Don't the But I do feel like, as well, it is a joint effort mm-hmm. because even we do have, you know, cousins that have come into our lives later in life mm-hmm. that we can connect with. Mm-hmm. I'm specifically talking about Fusani. Mm-hmm. I am, and I don't connect with them that too. much.
3: Yes, I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: you know, that we. Have talked to as adults. We haven't really talked to them much as kids,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but it's our time now that we're cognizant of it, that we're aware Ooh. to make those strides. A <laughs> a <new> <laughs> 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 so a T word, you you know to actually make the effort. I do feel like it's our moment to do that. But I would also like the support and the backing from our parents, and just understanding that you did play a part in this, yeah. and you could have done a little bit more to get us to where we need to be yeah. to to what you expect us to be
2: closing remarks
3: oh. my so I was just going to say especially now that we're older um, yeah um, our younger siblings as well have mm. also had the hard hitting of you know us not knowing mm-hmm. how yeah. to say yeah. certain things and do certain things so I'll just say that you know the past is the past we're just going to move <laughs> forward <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> that's it
2: the good thing about learning is sure. that you can always do it. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad we talked about this because I've as I'm getting older <laughs> I'm and you know, we've had these one on one conversations about but, how we're gonna raise our kids. Yeah. And not saying that there's any one right, right way to raise your kids, but I want to have as much knowledge as possible before I even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um so my last question is to close out are y'all playing this episode for mom and dad and Fifi? <laughs> yeah. I well, I- we'll, bypass. <laughs> we'll
1: bypass it. <laughs> well, my thing is I, I don't necessarily need to play this episode for them. I feel like this is just a way for us to let our feelings out about it. If they want to listen to it, I've already told them the links. Two podcasts. podcast I don't even so, we have a podcast that's um, no but you know mom knows, mom she, knows, she, knows but she doesn't she listen. doesn't know right um, so she,
2: knows, like, but she doesn't know she went like, okay so what are you doing I'm like mom I'm gonna okay. go record, record with the team for our podcast <laughs> she be like, okay enjoy I'm like girl this is work
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna play this for them but I have started having conversations with them about this topic yes I was even talking to mom last night that's how the whole thing came up about tradition, tradition. okay we, need to talk mm, yeah, we so, didn't talk about that so my <laughs> <laughs> Just I find myself more and more now trying to like create the open dialogue because mm-hmm. I know that's not something that they have to talk to, to their parents about, but yep. it's really like a divide. Like I feel like there's like a wall between us and I'm trying to like, you know, gradually push to the other side so I can understand them better and vice versa.
2: Yeah, the wall is definitely So I'm you know,
1: just having those conversations in person. I they can listen to it if they want it's to, one but... thing to like
2: know that the wall, the reason behind the wall is we're, we grew up in different cultures and that's why mm-hmm. we, we don't always see eye to eye but it's another thing to feel it mm-hmm. and you're like why doesn't she understand me yeah and why don't i understand her mm-hmm. and it's like that's literally it we yeah. just grew up in different places and some things aren't gonna change but you can it's the whole nature versus understand. nurture yeah. Debate. Yeah. Still. yeah yeah
3: um to close I don't think that I'll be playing the podcast <laughs> for my mom. Because um, she might be like, why are you telling everybody our business? <laughs> but I do think that I'll have um, a little bit more conversation uh, with my mom in regards to teaching my siblings a lot more because mm-hmm. they're a lot younger. My mm-hmm. siblings are very curious people. Yeah, um, They're always trying to find something new to do. And I feel like they'll be able to retain it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been just trying to open up to her about like different topics as well so i feel like this is something that she'll really take to take to
1: heart yeah, so,
0: yeah. wow well thanks for having me guys thank you guys <laughs> thank for exactly. having me
1: thank you i enjoyed this
3: yeah um, i'm a one big one
0: fan yes. yes don't beat yourselves up guys <laughs> but you're doing great thank you you're doing great too. I'm trying. <laughs> i know that you guys will succeed no matter what thank you but I don't beat myself
2: up no more. She's no, I don't. Girl, that girl died. Right, I don't, yeah. right. don't beat myself up no
0: more. I'm just trying
1: to create a better understanding. And I think yeah. we all are. And, you know, I I love that you're thinking about your siblings. Yeah. Older yeah. sister syndrome. Yeah. It's, still always, it's too late for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, won't too late. But it's not too late. It's but, not you too late know, but, you of know, of course you want a, them to have more opportunities than, yeah. than we did.
3: Yeah. Okay, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye. See you next time.